free friends music for you. Uh, welcome to Central Pod, a brand new version of Central Pod. Um, I'm so excited, you guys. Uh, my wife decided she doesn't like friends anymore. Has nothing to do with me being difficult to work with. That's a rumor. She's totally fine, but she's not hosting the podcast anymore. Um, I have a new co-host, and he's my he's my very best friend in the entire world. And I wrote a little intro for him here. I hope he likes it. Are you ready? Here we go. Let me introduce my new co-host, the bearded barrister. A southern lawyer that makes Atticus Finch look like Atticus Binch. The opioid manufacturer, chokeoid bone fracturer. The honorable, incomparable, abominable J.P. Novak. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the J.P. Pound. That is uh, JP's fans that are going to woo-woo-woo-woo every time he says something that really hits home for all of them. We've JP. Been, we've been waiting for that to come back since the 90s. The so. JP pound. <laughs> How you doing, uh, buddy? Uh, Nate, you are too kind. I, I, I am doing great, uh, as well as we're all doing in this whole mess of a thing going on right now. Yeah, the world is on fire. I should say that. Oh, my God. Hopefully, Our country is on fire. Hopefully the riot fires will burn away some of the COVID. Yeah, that, that's... that's I, you know what? Who knows? We don't know anything about COVID. <laughs> and that's true. That could... Maybe tear gas kills it. I, I feel like that's why the police are doing that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I, Nate, I, it's so nice of you to invite me to be your co-host on the show. We we are best friends in the world, and it's nice to be able to spend this time together. And and just to clarify for anyone listening to this who's not friends with us on Twitter, me and JP have never actually met each other. <laughs> never spoken face to face. This is one of the first times we're hearing each other's voices. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've probably listened to each other's episodes of um, Dune Boys, but um, yeah, we're best friends, but we've never met, and we are going to discover our friendship while we watch the show Friends. Um, we just finished the ceremony where Nikki gave you her sword and her jacket. We have completed the transfer of power. I am surprised how well the jacket fits, to be honest. Yes, yeah, I'm glad you got it in the mail. Um, and yeah, we, 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 we made some alterations to it. It's fine. <laughs> um, we got your measurements. Don't ask how. Uh, JP, you are co-host now. This podcast is uh, as much yours as it is mine. I want you to bring ideas I'm going to need you to do hard work. You are in charge of our Instagram. I don't know what Instagram is. I will handle that. Awesome. And it, will, it will not just be pictures of my dog. I do have to get the password from Nikki, and that might be a thing. But, um, if it is pictures of your dog, dude, that's totally cool, too. I don't care about that. That would be awesome. I mean, he is, he's, his name is Gunter, right? His name is Gunter, which is Gunter. very very similar to Gunther. That's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so cool. No, I I, I, I'm that's happy. not I'm, why I'm, I did this. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy to take the reins of the Instagram, and I promise you we will not get shut down more often than once a week. I, I don't care, dude. Shut it down, dude. Shut it down. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so this is, this is fantastic. I'm so excited to do this. Um, JP, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just a small town boy living in a lonely world that is, those are not the lyrics but keep going i'm all about it i am i'm a baltimore born and raised kid oh baltimore wow oh yeah no i i I, I, I live in dallas now but uh oh boy, the ravens right yeah yeah okay yeah i love the ravens i love liverpool but uh generally I kind of just been uh, following the whims of the universe for the last couple of years, and they're taking me to interesting places. I'm a lawyer by trade. Um, I'm a big softy. The the online community of Slurp Fam has declared that I'm the Slurp Dad. Uh, Slurp Dad. 
probably because I'm old, but I That's think awesome. also because I, I'm very supportive and loving. You um, are. <laughs> I try to be, but I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, my status in life right now is just trying to find some positive things. Sorry, Gunter is growling at the cat. I'm just trying to focus on some positive things and to try to bring some goodness back into the world. Very healthy. It's it's dangerous times out there. So um, I will say uh, I'm 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 of the generation where this show came out when I was in high school. How old are you, JP? I am four zero years old as of this year. Wow. Yeah, old man. I'm I'm knocking. I'm getting close, dude. I'm thirty two, so I'm, I, I'm coming up. Man, your thirties rule, and I can tell you, your forties involve a lot of pandemics and riots all over the country <laughs> and also murder wasps so oh, no. i do not recommend 40 oh no but your 30s your 30s are great it's when you do your best work man uh. <laughs> no so so yeah no i i you were in high school when friends came out i was and you know i i was trying to think of the way to describe the show and i think the best way to describe it is for my generation this was the first show that we were nostalgic for. Like, my my friends, they all bought the DVDs. They bought the oh, trivia totally games. Like, like, Me too. This was a thing where when we thought back to high school, we thought about friends. And, yes. and, and, and talking about friends. And, and just everyone was always engaged in what was going on with this show. And so for me, there's a lot of nostalgia and a lot of love for this show that... You know, I won't always be the most critical of this show because, oh, God, I just I love I love what it meant to all of us. I love the the, the inside jokes it provided us and and the references that we all still get years later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Um, I mean, I think Friends might have ended when I was a freshman in high school, okay. but I, I had the exact same experience, you know, with all my friends being younger. And you're you're speaking so eloquently about a, a subject that I care so much about. And I mean, this is why I was so excited that you invited me because I care about this subject immensely. That rules. That's awesome. And um, man, I'm jealous you're a lawyer. I wish I was a lawyer. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, because I think I think being a lawyer is probably the smartest move you can make as a person in college who doesn't know what they want to do. Oh, that's, that was my generation. We, okay. I graduated college in 2002 and it was just the like, well, if you don't know what to do with your liberal arts education, become a lawyer. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. And everybody did. No. And then we fucking, we, we, sorry. No, go. Uh, and then we we crashed the market. I mean, we, there were <laughs> there were so many lawyers, and there were not enough jobs. So apparently, it wasn't the right thing. No, but I I, I always wanted to look. I I wasn't raised wealthy. Okay. But I had opportunities that other people didn't, and I wanted to be able to give back and I wanted to be able to do some good in the world and and you have done that as far as I can tell to be seen but I appreciate that I I, do you want to talk about that right now do you want to save that for as we get to know you do I mean do you want to talk about your work that you've done I I mean I think it's important that we do talk about it at some point they got to get to know the new host okay yeah totally totally JP is a very uh, good guy. That's all I'll say for right now. Um, even though he was roasted on the John Oliver program, rightly so. Um, I, my friend made a made a, a gif out of my the the, the my appearing on the uh, the the what is it the John Oliver show is uh, uh, last week last tonight. week tonight yes right. um, yeah no rightly roasted on that shit but. You repeated the 60 Minutes interviewer, right? Was that the bit? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's their, apparently that's their ploy, and I didn't know it, and I fell into it when I was on 60 Minutes. By the way, I've seen that interview, and fantastic interview. You really, you, you did a great job. Oh, thank and, you. I, oh, yeah, totally. I have been, I mean, it's the, uh, for any D&D nerds listening to this, it's the, I, I just keep rolling natural 20s. Uh, I, 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 like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, my character is, is like... He isn't even the blacksmith in town. He's like the blacksmith's <laughs> assistant, but he keeps rolling natural 20s and getting ahead. That rule. <laughs> do, do, do you play D&D? Uh, yes, not currently, but man, for many, many, many years, well into my adult years. My brother plays with his friends, um, I mean, on, online now, but they, they get pretty into it. And I've always wanted to play, but I've never really had a, a group to play with. Okay, aside... We have the online tools to be able to put together a party, and I would be happy to DM. That sounds fun. As well. <laughs> but yeah, I, I um, I so I guess it all starts with my brother is and he he's an opioid addict, and he oh boy he 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 has been for many years, and and very bad things have happened in his life. Sure. But also, when I was in law school, I clerked for a judge, and. Uh, she did criminal court and I just, I was amazed that so many of the defendants in our courtroom were there for not even drug possession. They were there for burglaries and armed robberies and it's because they were addicted to opioids and... Right. You saw it firsthand. I, and, and, and I just, I, 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 I the short version is I started working at the Drug Enforcement Administration, which, you know, I'm not here to say that they're good guys. Yeah. But I... I got a a friggin' narc as a co-host. Yeah, man. I'm closing this. I'm closing this window out right now, dude. (laughs) Reformed narc. (laughs) No, dude, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. But it's... I still struggle with that. But it's... I was fighting against some real bad people. Of course. And... um. You know, the short version, again, is we were taking down bad doctors, we were taking down bad pharmacies, and we, wow. were, take, we were taking down bad corporations, and it was all opioids-related. And right. then, subsequently, after we had a major, major case against a major pharmacy chain, um, suddenly the pharmaceutical companies started knocking on doors with senators and the attorney general and saying these people can't do this anymore and the agency i worked for stopped doing it wow so i i ultimately i left and uh the reason i was on 60 minutes was i was talking about how all of that happened and how these companies were hiring my former colleagues over to be their attorneys to defend against any DEA actions. That's and insane. I, I, look, these people, <laughs> they made a lot of money to do it. I bet. But so now I'm out there fighting on behalf of counties and cities and states across the country to make these corporations be held accountable for the deaths, the costs, etc. None of this is, 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 uplifting but i just i i no you know what it's it's important because when this podcast takes off uh we're gonna we're gonna spread that message when this is the most popular podcast on itunes people are gonna fucking hear about that well they need to absolutely dude absolutely and that's that's good on you man good on you because uh your your story is crazy and (laughs) it's 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 important too um, good on you. Um, yeah, well, let's save some for the rest of the, oh, Jesus Christ, like 300 episodes we have to record. There's a lot. I have to or get to. Yeah, get to, baby. What you sipping on, JP? I'm having a little bit of an Avalon Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, fancy. You a wine yeah. guy? I'm an everything guy. I brew my own beer. Welcome uh, to wine guys. Wine this guys. is our new podcast, Wine, wine Guys. Time. We talk wine. We talk notes. 
Now I heard some ice there. What are you sipping on, sir? I'm sipping on some uh, rye whiskey. Ooh, uh, which one? Ruther, the Rutherford Reserve one. I'm not. A, I'm not really a fan, dude. Oh, uh, okay. I, I I got a big ass bottle of it, and it gets uh, me drunk. But uh, yeah, I've had better See, rye. I'm I'm I of the of the whiskey family. I think rye is my favorite. But That's great. There are some bad ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, Nate, as we explore our friendship. You want to talk about friends, huh? No, I want to talk about you. Oh, you want to talk about me? I do, because multiple times as we've interacted on Twitter, you have suggested movies to me that are (laughs) well... No, but, like, they're well outside of the canon. You, 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 You clearly, like... You have that, I, I hate to use the word, but that artisanal appreciation of film. Oh, I'm a movie guy, baby. So, but also, tying it in, you have been an intern for other podcasts. I do the research for how did this get made. How, how did, what's the tie? Because you're not out there right now, anyway, writing, directing making movies no not you at all. clearly have a love for that how did you end up doing these things that you're doing um, if i'm if, if i may if i may do you mean what i do wait, for wait, a wait. living right now no well i want to hear both sides but okay. if i may how did nate get made <laughs> okay 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 so um i went to college the first time in anaheim to be an actor okay I was a child actor. I'm not going to say anything more about that. So go on. So I was starstruck when you friended me on Twitter. Okay. Okay. And then also on Facebook. And you even like some of my posts on Facebook sometimes. Oh, of course. I love seeing your dog, dude. And I love seeing your wife. And you guys, you know. You guys do cool uh, social media posts and yeah, but very fun. I, and I appreciate that. I, but you, you <laughs> like I was absolutely Claire was too because we've been fans of how did this get made for five years, maybe like sure. And it's just so bizarre to me that like you're so normal and down to earth and just a regular person. Well, yeah, I mean, I am a regular person. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but also, like, I think that, especially for people outside of L.A., where it's, like, every podcast is, like, every celebrity is on every podcast, and they're all fucking, like, crossing paths. Yeah. And then, and then, and then somehow Horatio Sands comes in and talks about <laughs> what directions to take on which road to get to which place. Sure. Which is always a good bit. Um, oh, yeah. But I was just like, no, 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 no. This guy is a contributor to this thing I love. Like, I love, I I think it's important that that's out in the universe. I think that yeah, that podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. so important. And you're shouted out every time. And I'm just like, I know that dude. <laughs> I know that dude. Well, yeah. I mean, like, um, first of all, let me say, that what I do for How Did This Get Made is super minimal. I, I mean, like, I research movies, I, I try to insert funny things when I can, and stuff like that. I, I um, Sometimes I suggest movies, but, like, I'm, I'm very much on the sideline. They, um, they asked me to help them when, you know, Jesus, this was like... Yeah, how did you, how did you... 2010, maybe? Again, how did Nate get made? How did you start there? <laughs> so, so going back... By the way, this is hilarious. We're not going to talk about Friends the first episode. We're just going to talk about each other. No, we can still talk about Friends. I have a <laughs> yeah, lot of notes. I it. have a lot of notes. We'll get to it, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm, so really in, after... I'm really enjoying this, for the record. Great. I'm glad. I'm enjoying learning about you, too. Um, after uh, I tried to be an actor at college, I dropped out. I didn't like it. Um, I was getting terrible grades. I, well, I didn't like the acting school. I liked being in college. Um, I was getting terrible grades in my regular classes, and um, my, basically my parents said they weren't going to pay for another semester. Um, so I dropped out. I went home, and I did uh, stand-up comedy for a year and a half, which we can talk about at a later date. I would like to. And Yep. And... Uh, 
then after that, I decided I wanted to do film school. And um, I got into a small school called Columbia College in uh, the Valley up in Van Nuys, uh, which I very much enjoyed. Um, I don't know if it's the best school, but they uh, taught me what I needed to know. Um, I had a fun time there. Um, oh, okay. So anyway, I went to film school in the Valley. Uh, I moved back out here because um, I wanted to do stand-up comedy out here. And I missed Nikki, who I was dating in college um and decided to go to film school uh while i was at film school and uh, I, I i don't think i'm telling tales out of school here i used to listen to who charted a lot did you ever listen to that yes i did with kulap and howard Crane. yes and there was an episode where kulap was talking about making her documentary and how she was going to go somewhere to like um uh, laos right to yeah. film it yep and uh, she asked if anybody had any like recommendations for film production. So I tweeted at her and I said, I'm a film student. I just shot my thesis project. I'm happy to give you all the pointers that I have about, you know, transferring the digital material and like who to bring and what everyone's role should be and like uh, equipment and stuff like that. I'm not an expert, but I had just done it. So I, I kind of had the skills that she needed. And so she met me at the school and I gave her some advice and then about a week later, How Did This Get Made said that they were looking for people to help uh, pull clips and for people to research. And um, I emailed Paul Shear, or I tweeted at the thing and sent my resume, and I asked Kulop if she would put in a good word for me, and I think she did. I actually don't even know if she did, um, but I'm assuming she did. And uh, I also sent them a um, paper that I wrote in film school because I was taking a class in B movies and we were talking about like, um, uh, like exploitation, women's prison cinema and black exploitation movies and just all this cool shit that was relating back to how did this get made, which was kind of a small podcast at the time and, uh, interviewed with Paul Shear. And then he said, you know, over, over Skype and then, you know, been doing it ever That's since. So um, cool, man. Yeah. And it's, it's I, great. I, I, it's I'm fun. tamping it down as a fan where my reaction is actually like, <laughs> that's so cool. It is but really also cool. Like, no, um, just like, it, 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 oh man, I don't want to get into I, No, before I started, like I was just as big a fan as you. And then like when it happened, you know, you know how like nobody like likes podcast or like likes to talk to you about podcasts or anything and like whenever you try to explain why they're funny you sound crazy yep. and oh man i, I imagine i, I, I that tried to explain doughboys to so many 10 people. years ago yeah dude it doesn't work it's not gonna happen all of my friends think i'm fucking crazy because i like doughboys on hollywood handbook and uh, like, i don't get it what dude. up what up i know uh but yeah, I mean, I so it, it's huge for me too. I am so like, and, and that's what what I tell Paul Shear every time he like tries to send me money for doing research is like, which he does, um, is like, dude, stop sending me money. Like, I am making a Google Word document for you. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I understand that I'm valuable, but you do not need to pay me for this. And he still does, and he's very generous, and um. Uh, Jason Manzoukas is a real son of a bitch, though. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. I'm going to uh, tweet at him. Totally kidding. Yeah, yeah, you should send him a tweet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's how I got involved in How Did This Get Made, and uh, it's it's been a nonstop rocket ship to uh, to the stars ever since. I mean, <laughs> I, joke all you want. I, I Like, you've, you've really, like you've built your foundation and like you're you're doing whatever as i have interacted with you i'm just like this is one of those people that no one's gonna believe that i knew this guy oh pshaw pshaw dude you're actually doing important shit in the world fighting people that are trying to destroy this country and that is why we are protesting right now is because People about no, I'm just um, yeah, no. I mean, I am so excited to be a part of it, and it, yeah, it's it's a thrill to hear my name every time you know I listen to an episode, and 
I'm friends with Michael Bay on Twitter, which is fun. Um, I assume, I'm assuming, I think it's the real Michael Bay. There's I don't. No, there's no reason to believe otherwise. Because, like, he's got access to those DVDs, dude. <laughs> right? You know it's really Michael Bay. Dude, I, I, I love what you do. I love who you are, <laughs> and I'm so glad that we are best friends. JP, I love you more. Um, I care about you as a, as a person and a man. And I will defend you and your family uh, till my last breath. As will I. Good to hear, dude. Good to hear. You want to talk about friends? I don't know what that is. Friends is a show oh the friends show the I'm just friends kidding. I'm show. not doing that you were so worried <laughs> online <laughs> no I was, it was funny dude it was so funny no I, I i have a i have a depth of knowledge and also i have i have i have actually have like an emotional personal history with this show so like oh same dude same. for you to invite me to do this is and i had so no great. idea i had no idea about that either yeah no, I'm just, I'm very charming. You were like, I want to get that charming guy on and he'll charm the hell out of everybody. I'm charmed right now, dude. Um, <laughs> can we talk about how much hate Friends gets and how fuck, monumentally fucked up that is? we That's what we should be protesting right I, now is people saying that Friends is bad. Honestly, I will burn down a police station to defend Friends. Friend. Motherfuckers. No, I, I. So, I'll start with this. You, we, we decided we were gonna do this, but we were gonna pick up right where you guys left off. Yes. And Claire, who my my amazing fiance, who don't tell her how much better she could do, was like, no, we have to start from the first episode, <laughs> and then. She was She's like, making you put in the work. She also was like, no, no, no. You ought to be fully up to speed because you and Nate are going <laughs> to talk about this so seriously. And I want you to have all of the groundwork. And also, I mean, you guys listened to the first episode. Nikki, Nikki was the, was the fucking encyclopedia. Like, I, I am a huge fan of the show, but my fanship has lapsed. And I, I remember everything, but like, she... She was constantly correcting me on stuff that I was sure I was right about, and she, she was 100% right. Absolutely was. She is one of those people that I don't want to play Friends Trivial Pursuit with her because she would demolish me. She stopped smoking weed, like, two years ago when we got pregnant, and she is, like, so much smarter than me, dude. I, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. To have I'm, I'm in that same boat where the partner is smarter than you, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I agree with what you're saying. It's not even fair, dude. <laughs> oh. And before we talk about friends, obviously, as everyone can tell, is a podcast for boys now. It's for boys. That's fine. Just move on. Uh, friends is for boys. Talking about friends is for boys. Yeah, and this podcast that, is for boys. Friends dudes rock. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Friends dudes rock. That's oh, the most important thing. I, I wanted to say, too. So you would consider yourself a member of the Slurp fam, right? So interesting. I was talking to Claire about this tonight. Um, I feel like we're in the same boat here. So what happened is Bugman was on Doughboys. Right. Hallelujah. I, I And I... I don't know why, but that joke really resonated with me. And the, we're a cult of love and understanding. And I, I like, and I, I posted about it on Twitter. And then, I, I swear to God, the first three people I met who, I, I don't know if it's going to mean anything to listeners, but were Jeff Gibson, Dickie Killjoy, and Sleeves. And they just, they just started interacting with me all the time. And then it just became a, I love all these people. I love yeah, the Slurp dude. fam. I was a guest 
on Jack AM. Wow, really? Oh yeah, talking about congrats, man. Oh man, this is this is a story for another time. But I nearly look lost, at me now. I'm starstruck. I nearly lost my law license for being on Jack AM. Whoa. Yeah. But that I, Jack that Jack is no good. <laughs> <laughs> but I. I I, I, I think I'm 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 bug first, slurp second, but I I, yeah. I just I interact with all these people all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm in I'm in a slurp fam chat or DM on, on Twitter. I'm also separately in like a small group bug fam chat. Like whatever you think of Bugmain, he absolutely brought me into the fold of some of the greatest people I know and the community that I think, especially me being a Marylander living in Texas, my, my, my social interactions are 75% online interactions. And these people are so great. But I, I, Hallelujah. as much as I love the Slurp fam, I'm not a dedicated, I'm not there every morning watching Jack AM. Same here. But... I love them dearly, and they have brought me into the fold. But I, the slurp, the, the, the I'm sorry, the, the 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 buglings have really been my entry point to all of this. And yeah, same. They're just a little bit more insane than the slurp fam. Oh yeah, I think so. I think we all know who's a little <laughs> bit more insane than the slurp fam is the bugling. The buglings are insane, <laughs> and it's all absurdist humor. And sometimes I'm like. <laughs> I don't get it, but I, I I like that he posted a picture of him with like marshmallows <laughs> on his dick, I guess. Yeah. Um so I, I have been introduced onto the podcast that I, I'm on uh, as a Slurp fan member, and I always think I'm I should correct them, but I just let it go. I don't know if I would call myself a Slurp fan member. I am honored to be considered one, but I don't know if I have earn that because like you said i am not not dedicated i'm up with my baby every morning i can't put jack am on i can't have her seeing that nonsense going on uh <laughs> um no it's, you know, it's I, it, it to me I it's it's, it's concentric AM, but i i don't know if i have earned the right to call myself a slave right so 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 i think that it's concentric circles and exactly. the, the small yeah. circle is the buglings, sure. but it's entirely encompassed by, or sorry, it, it, it's entirely surrounded by Slurp Fam. But then also we all have to admit that the broader circle that surrounds that is that we're all Doughboys fans. Oh boy, nobody wants to talk about that, huh? It, it never comes <laughs> up, but it's like, hey dudes, dudes, we're all here because of Doughboys, right? <laughs> like, that's why we're here. Friggin'. Also. Friggin' chanked and farted in and no, no, 1995. My, my favorite one is is is, is <laughs> happened because of the butterfly effect. Fuxton is the best of 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 the 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 Doughboys Quincy crowd. <laughs> I will say this though. Um, oh, sorry. The, the pets are doing a thing. Oh, you're you, fine, you, dude. Don't you worry about out. it. Um, this is what I will say, and this is a very serious and somber moment. Claire did a drop, and they haven't played it yet. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. How rude. And it, and it was a good drop. And it you know was... what? That brings up a better point, okay? <laughs> that brings up a really good point. Because, bro, I'm mad as hell. And we know why people are out in the street, okay? Everyone's calling them protesters. We know they're dotesters. Okay, I tweeted about this. Bugmane deserves to go back on Doughboys. There's a petition. I signed for, it. For whatever that whitehouse.org or whatever the fuck it is. 100% I signed it. Because <laughs> did, he deserves. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being serious. I'm I, mad, dude. <laughs> I know it means nothing, but also get Bugmane back on Doughboys. Get Bugmane back on Doughboys. I swear to God, I'm No, mad. they're all like, oh, we're doing frozen foods right now. We're not paying attention to the world. Hey, yeah, guys, the hell, there's a man. world out there, and Claire sent you a drop. That's that's so fucked. I'm mad, okay. dude. Okay, so we called him out. Was her, 
do you want to say what her drop is about? Was it good? It was it was really good. And it took cuts of them saying things that out of context sounded really racy and sexual. <laughs> and look, I'm not going to ruin it, but it was Nick Weiger saying some sexy things. <laughs> that sounds like it's <laughs> fucking awesome. I've been wanting to make one for a while, but like I want to listen to the, through the whole catalog and find every instance of it when... Um, when Nick Weiger runs out of air when he's talking and he has to like say something louder and faster to get his thought out <laughs> because it happens so much. It happens like every other episode. Okay, so this is the gross thing about podcasts where we become intimately familiar with the hosts and how they podcast because yeah, we're I, friends. I, we're all I, friends. It's the Doughboys and also uh, how did this get made? And for me, it's also uh, uh, my brother, my brother, and me. Like, oh, I haven't heard that one. I'll, I should check that out. It, they, they, I don't know if you should. I'm falling off on it. Okay, but, but like, right. you you listen to a podcast so much that you become intimately familiar, and then and, and oh god, I can't remember the phrase. There's a terminology for this where you feel like you're intimately familiar with the podcast host and so when you interact with them online you interact as if you're a friend of theirs I believe it's called Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> <laughs> well I feel bad because I interact with Jack and Kate that way and I'm like they don't know me <laughs> they don't know oh, me oh please you were on the show you were on the show um yeah yeah I I, I, I have a story, but we're going to save that for All right, later. all right. We're saving all our stories. Okay, let's talk about the one with George Stephanopoulos. Episode four. Okay, before we get into this, this fucking episode, how big could George Stephanopoulos' dick actually Dude. be? All right, especially... The man is 5'5". Five, five. Especially in the modern context... The fucking, the fucking, like, fetishizing of George Stephanopoulos was so upsetting. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I think he was kind of a sex symbol in politics, though. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I know. But, like... Look, 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 look. I I, I went to a college that was overprivileged, rich... DC people. Same, but with Southern California. And people. they were none of them attractive in any way, shape, or form. Playboy <laughs> magazine. <laughs> at, JP, move back from your mic. And sorry, keep going. it's okay. I, I get loud. It's not. It's not the distance. It's my volume. Hey, you be loud, man. But just back the mic um, up. Playboy magazine at one point actually. In a rating of 200 colleges in the United States, claimed that my college was ranked 197 for attractive people. <laughs> and that's specifically because you went there? Wow. You skewed the numbers? I, 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 it was before my time, but I did not help. No, the, uh, the, the thing about my college is I went... I, Dude, I, I, I went to school with literally three different Rhodes Scholars. I wow. like 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 I went to school with people who are senators. Wow. I, this is a story for another episode, but um the husband of Megan McCain oh. wait, dressed up as me for Halloween. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but also, like, these people were garbage. These, they, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Anyway. I'll tease a story. I went to college at an overprivileged private school in Southern California. I mean, I, I myself would be classified as overprivileged, but uh, I went with uh, celebrities' children. Oh, no. So we'll just uh, leave it at no, that. No, I, I, and, and I, I will only add that uh, Claire and I, for in the first couple of years of our being together, would get into fights. 
because she was poor in the way where seriously they didn't have food and they didn't have right right and and i was poor in the way where yeah i got the subsidized lunches right and like she held a grudge against me for a number of years of being like yeah but you were more privileged than me and i'm like wow look at the people i went to school with like they were they were like (laughs) princes like this is we're on the same team right 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 Wow. All right. So anyway. I want to hear more about that. I don't know. We'll get into that. Episode four. Episode four. George Stephanopoulos' dick. I don't care, and I thought the whole thing was gross, and I made a bunch of notes about it. What is it, unfurl? Like, does it hit the floor? Like, they they drop their jaws. All right. right. Step back. Let's let's start with the cold (laughs) open, because I also hated the cold open. Okay. Go off. Go off, King. So, the crew are at Central Perk, and they're talking about omnipotent. And then Joey pops in. He's so fucking and dumb. And Ross is like, well, I, I, something, something omnipotent. And, and, and Joey's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. He says, omnipotent. Yeah. I didn't know, Ross. And I didn't know. So, as as a fan of the show, I hate the early seasons because they haven't turned the characters into people yet. Okay, interesting. And this is just one of those like, yeah. It, all right, I, I I get it. It's a funny gag. It's a funny gag. Omnipotent means I'm impotent. That's good. But they're like. We're still in the era of Joey being, I want to I wanna bang everybody and I'm a dumb idiot. And like, it's not like they give him a lot more depth later, but they give him character later. Sure. And yeah, I, yeah. I, like, like I watched this cold open and I was just like, oh, don't know, not guys. And, and, and I think that, in in this first season, and especially in the first half of the first season, they're suffering from spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, uh, absolutely, hundred percent. And and um, on that same vein, the Phoebe's grandma joke um, is pretty bad too, in my opinion, um, with her new boyfriend, because they don't hit the right beat of the joke, in my opinion. She says. She says, um, my grandma has a new boyfriend. Or she says, I can't sleep because my grandma has a new boyfriend. Laugh. They're so loud. Laugh. And deaf. So they're constantly reassuring each other. Laugh. And then she says, like, it's so cute. And my feeling was that in the modern day, the joke finishes with, after she says they're reassuring each other, the joke finishes with like, and then I have to less listen to them fucking all night yes, or something, yes, you know? Yes. And it's just like a soft nineties joke that like the studio made them rewrite a million times until it just didn't even hit right anymore. Yep. And then it, it, it so I think these early episodes suffer from that is, 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 is studio input and not letting friends be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaghetti at the wall is a good way to put it. Absolutely. Well, so, like, throughout this, the first four episodes, there's so many jokes that they're just throwing out there because it's funny, but it has nothing to do with the characters. So, JP, let's get real for a second. All right, hit me. (laughs) Um, Me and my wife actually recorded episode four, okay? And I never put it out. And I listened to it the other day after I asked you, and I was like thinking about if maybe we should start on episode five and I should just release it. And it it doesn't matter because like we're talking about like old stuff. It was like a fucking year ago, and I don't it 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 wouldn't have worked. But um, there's some things that I talked about with her that I want to talk about with you. Do you think it's weird that Monica knows? Stop. Stop. When Ross had sex with his wife, so many notes on this. I have so many notes on this. That's weird, right? You're 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 stepping on so many of my notes. That's weird. Go off. Go off, JP. Okay. 
So the issue isn't that this was their first date. The issue isn't this was the day that they got married. This is, at first, presented as this is the first time Ross slept with this woman. And, and, and before that even happens, before we know what the date is, Monica, he's like, I'm having a tough time. And she's like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I, I hope you worried. wouldn't realize. Right. Yes. She knows it's the date. And she was worried that he's going to think it's the date. Like, it's... It is the creepiest, worst, and also most non-relatable thing. I have right, three... Right. I have three brothers. Uh, yes. I don't know... I have one brother. I, I, I don't know when any of them had sex for the first right. time. I don't know when they had sex for the first time with their current partners. Nor would I want to. It's gross and weird. And and that being the center point... So, so when we get into this episode, most of my notes are going to be a riff on that's <laughs> so creepy. That's so weird. And, 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 and I, I will say... I will say... And we're only on the fourth episode. We're only on the fourth episode. But I've watched it all before. Ross... Ross is probably my favorite character. Me too. And yes. and so like they're doing him so dirty here. Oh. Cuz this is a creepy thing that like no. Okay, no. so this is no. this is so what like, we talked about in, no, 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 in, in no. me and my wife's episode. I it's it's so creepy. So like no, I not not I, only not only does Monica know it's the date but her being worried about it seems to imply that this has been, like, a big deal in the past. It's so creepy. First of all, your brother and sister, gross. Ew, stop it. But second of all, like, like, and then... JP, back off the mic. Back off the mic. You're peeking. <laughs> and keep Sorry. going. Sorry. Sorry, I got loud. <laughs> Dude... This is not realism at all. Like, like you guys are trying really hard, but that's not how people... That's not how men talk about this. I can't tell women talk about this. Other than I Absolutely. do know that women love a giant George Stephanopoulos hog. Like, they all talk about it all the time. They can't get enough of it. They drool. They drool when they see it. They go crazy for it. <laughs> Man, the... The slumber party in this episode is kind of sexy, huh? <laughs> Everyone's wearing PJs. We're breaking out Twister at the end of the okay. episode. It's, uh... So this episode begins my absolute love of Phoebe as a character. Yeah. When, when, when... JP, we should just call this right now. <laughs> we should just end this because it will never be better than this. She's... Because we're like the same fucking person. You're saying everything that I've thought for the last 20 years Dude, of my life. She's, they have the slum. And when they cut to Phoebe, she has her hair in her face. Oh. It's so cute. And it's like, yeah, that's, I, I I'm get dead, that. I'm dead, dude. I'm dying. Phoebe, I get that. Well, this is, you know, I, knowing the whole series, part of my issue with this episode is like, they're still, they're still carving out what the character's going to be. And, yeah. and and I think anyone who loves this show would say, like, these characters become fully fleshed out, fully developed, and everyone has their own storylines. We're not going to talk about Absolutely. Joey and uh, Rachel. But this is, this is a, like... So I think that the two treated characters have always been Phoebe and Joey. Sure. And sure. I think Phoebe gets her moments, but this was one of those moments where I'm like, that's so cute. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's so cute. Like, and her, her outfit is banging. Like, she looks great. The, the, the long PJs. Agreed. Yeah. And that was the other thing that I think the show really missed the boat on that was like, you know, she's hot too. Yes. Yes. And I always, I always thought Monica and Rachel were a little boring. So I got into a disagreement with Claire over this very oh, issue boy. because yep, me and my wife thought about it. Uh, uh, she, I said, I don't know. She got I mad. Didn't... No, I know. I know uh, what happened. She got mad that you didn't like Jennifer Aniston. 
were you there in the room or no but that's what happened to me <laughs> it's like i'm like she i just, said she... i said i find jennifer anderson boring and my wife started throwing bottles at me. <laughs> <laughs> this just happened last night i didn't get bottles thrown at me but it was definitely like i don't know i think this monica's like the spend funnier character and claire was like well, I don't think you're really giving a fair shake to what Jennifer Aniston did. <laughs> and she is an amazingly talented actress. And I was like, I, 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 yes, honey. Yes, yes. And I will say, I will say, I think Jennifer Aniston is very funny in Friends. I, I do think that she comes into her Especially own like as a comedic actress. Second and third season, she like, she yes. really grows into it. First season... Uh, first season Rachel is just like this was a joke but part of finding her boring too is that ever since Friends ended I feel like I haven't seen her try to be funny since then like there, there's certainly been roles where she's been funny the Vince Vaughn the breakup movie uh, yes the breakup and uh, uh, the, the bosses movie Though, yeah, yeah, that was interesting because it wasn't a very typical role for her. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I think that outside of Friends, her best roles have been in Leprechaun and yeah. Office Space. It was, you don't say shit about either of those, JP, because that's Patreon content, baby. That's the money, baby. Oh, we're gonna That's do those we things. We're gonna do the episodes things. on the movies. Oh, we're gonna so much and make money. the money, 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 money. <laughs> Joey's freaking monkey movie. Can you imagine, <laughs> dude? Can you imagine the money? <laughs> I think we all are Ross in a very real way. So that's that that that's going to be my through line for all of this. Because Great. I, I I I think that I think that when they wrote the show, Ross and Rachel were intended to be the main characters, and everyone sure. else was going to be a side character. And they always fleshed them all out, and they did some gross, weird things with all of them. But in the end, even in the ending, like. Ross and Rachel were always the 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 two protagonists. Yes, it's the how I how I met your mother where Ted ended up being the least interesting character on that show. Sure, and 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 Marshall was the in the end he was the good guy, and 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 and, and Barney was the interesting character. But Ted was always supposed to be the anchor to that show, but they just, like, blew it. Whereas I think here, even though there's a lot of messiness in the middle ground, I think that they stick the landing. 100%. I mean, I think people hate Ross, but I've always said that Ross is the best. He's the funniest. He's the best character on the show. David Schwimmer is such a talented actor. And they give him, like over-the-top shit to do yes. and he like doubles down on the over-the-top yeah. like he's 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 so good and like i honestly i i think the weak point in the cast uh, uh, heaven forbid people are gonna hate me on this i think that joey is the weak point in the cast really it's all he, courtney cox for me i fucking hate courtney cox so much um I don't disagree with you on that at all, but I think that the bottom two, I think that everybody else flexes their emotional chops when they're playing their characters. Interesting. Yes. And, and Joey, I will, I will give you is the worst actor, not, not his character. The Matt Matt, Matt LeBlanc is the worst actor on the show. hundred percent. He is. And also they don't write an interesting character. Like they, they don't give him a lot of range where it's like, Oh my God! Like like Chandler fighting over whether he should keep his job or quit it so he can do something he actually wants to do. Yeah, that's interesting. Phoebe with her mother and also her 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 brother and biological and, and, mother. Yep. I and 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 I I don't love Jennifer Aniston. I know why people do. 
But I think she really flexes her chops because they were writing the show for her. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you, Courtney Cox. Not the best on the show. Ugh. Ugh. I, I, I will say she uses it well in Cougar Town. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Cougar Town's funny. Cougar Town's funny. I don't like it, but it's funny. I'll admit it. It's funny. Um, but honestly, what I compare Friends to a lot is um, The Simpsons. Because it's a popular show that I think, as it went on, attracted some of the most talented comedy writers in the business. And I think that really shows. That's a very important point. And I think that uh, I, it, getting into podcasts has made me way more appreciative of comedy writers. And so like, yes, I agree. Although the, the amount of times that I find out that Nick Weiger directed something that like I loved when I was in college is like astounding to me. Like I, I had no idea who he was. And then he starts this podcast that I like. And all of a sudden I find out that I've been a fan of all of his work is like insane. Wait, wait, I have to tell an aside real quick. Go for it. So I was talking earlier about my college roommate who went on to be very, very important in like the video game industry. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know if we recorded that, but I remember I remember you saying it, yes. So, and I also mentioned I went to E3 in 2006. Oh, shit. Okay, wait. So, my college roommate was there promoting one of the games he was making, which was a licensed Pirates of the Caribbean. No. And I, I went there separately as a journalist to cover it, but it was my, my best friend from college. So we met up. Apparently, Nick Weiger also worked with him on that game of and course. several others. So... I have this weird, like, two degrees of separation from Nick Weiger, where my buddy from college worked with Nick Weiger on the worst video games of all time. That's so cool. <laughs> it's not. It's just really funny. Okay, let's get back to friends. Yes. Um, yeah, I got, a, I got a dog sitting in my lap who's like, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. I think we're almost done. Um, Chandler yelling, uh, bah. At the nurse is really funny. I still do that sometimes. Dude, all of that shit was really funny. The the, the entire, nurse is hilarious. The the everything in the ER was funny. Yep. But also like, I don't think any of those people who wrote that show had ever been to an ER. Cause that's <laughs> not. That's not what ER nurses are like. But I liked it. Right. They're not. They're not like lazy. They're like overloaded with work <laughs> like yes okay there's a very 90s view of like an er nurse <laughs> um oh did you see what the pizza guy's hat said no pizza guy's hat said whack uppercase letters blue font tan hat looked like uh times new roman simply said whack i want that hat so bad um that's all I got, man. You got anything more you want to say about friggin' friends over here? All right. Number one. Yeah. When Rachel sees her friends and they woo. <laughs> woo. The, the note I wrote was, woo girls are universal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And infinite. Yeah. It I is mean, still happening to this day. They're, I, I would say they're parodying like a very specific type of woo girl, like the the um, Upper West Side New Yorker, right? It, woo girls are woo girls all over this country. Hey, I'm a little bit of a woo girl. I'll show woo. Oh, dude, when I see you, <laughs> when when we finally like get together, I'm totally gonna woo. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Um, at this point in the show, Phoebe's only cultural touchstones are nursery rhymes and fairy tales that she doesn't actually know. Oh, wow. That's a really good observation. It's, and, and, and it's awesome. Like, like, like they're really developing the character, but also she was taught the wrong nursery rhymes. 
Well, absolutely. We all know Phoebe's mother killed herself and she grew up on the street fighting for her life. Um, so that would make sense, JP. That would make sense. All right. I think when they <laughs> floopy, that's the first time they invented a new word. And Friends is infamous for inventing new words. Yeah, that's true. I say floopy a lot. My wife says floopy all the time. Floopy's a good one. All right. It's good. Um, going through my notes. Going through my notes. Uh... Here's a note I have. The Stephanopoulos fetishism is pure Hollywood Dems. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen. I am going to let you be the political one on this podcast because I don't feel smart enough to talk about that stuff, but I just want you to know I got your back. All right. Um, I believe we, we like we would call ourselves like dirtbag leftists, right? Yeah. Kinda. That's that's. I'm I'm not misusing that in any way. No, 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 no. I'm a staunch communist as well. I don't know if that matters. Um. But yeah, uh, that is that is 100% Hollywood Dems. Yep. That is uh, the fetishization of 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 of, of, of establishment Dems. Of, 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 of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, wait, wait. I got more. And really, really, the only—I mean, do you think maybe part of it is like he was just the best-looking guy in politics at that time? Yeah, which is really no, which is really sad. He was, but boy. It's not, yeah, I mean, it's not great, like... Okay. I, I stand a short king. I just want to put that out. I'm short. It's I'm not about him being short. He's just, he's a human being. It's not like he's a fiery, hot guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I had a belly laugh at this line. <laughs> hey, that's not for you, bitch! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That line was really <laughs> And then also... Good. Also, her reaction right after, like, how she, like, <laughs> catches Street Phoebe coming out is very, very fun. Yeah, really dude, good. Phoebe. Phoebe fucking does it for me, man. Like, All right. <laughs> she's so, so hot. You, she's All so right. hot. Um, I made a note And she's hotter because she's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't, that is that's absolutely part of it. All right. Here are my, here are my last notes. This fucking patio doesn't exist. No, uh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. They got a balcony um, in fucking New York City. And right. it is it is the penthouse, but come on. Yep. All right. Uh, the next note is, she spiked Phoebe's food with goose. That's not funny. Mm-mm. Not funny. I mean, it was funny in the 90s when we didn't consider vegetarians to be people. Yep. And then the next note but I have is not funny anymore. And the next note I have is these women are so mean. <laughs> They're all fucking each other's ex-boyfriends, like laughing about. All right, and the final the final note I have. <laughs> They're so mean. they were so mean to each other in that scene. But the final <laughs> note I have is, as much as it was trite and absolutely super, like contrived when rachel makes the magic beans joke at the end oh my god it was fucking wonderful it was really great and i like no and and like 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 i I, i'm not trying to be critical of the show i love the show no we're sappy boys jp we're sappy boys over here it was really good her magic beans joke was really good it was and and we've all had those moments where we're like going through shit but we're hanging out with friends and it seems really inconsequential but it's important to us and it's hard for that not to hit so i think my takeaway on the show on this episode is they don't even know it this is a bunch of desperate writers trying they to don't get even through. know how money they are baby. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a big, they're a big <laughs> fucking bear no idea what's going to happen. No, but they, like, they're trying to get through the first half season. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are so many threads of, like, the things that are going to resonate and be great about this show. And I I, I love this episode. And I, 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 you know, I loved seeing some of these threads that maybe were something a writer wrote 
that somebody else yeah. picked up at later and was like, no, sure. we're going to turn that into an important thing about this character. And, and, and this was the first of the four episodes where I'm starting to see the signs of what this show is going to become. Okay, JP, we've been recording for an hour and a half. We got a huge, super, mega, spectacular episode for um, our new co-host, my best friend in the entire world, JP Novak. You, you do go by JP, right? I actually go by John or Jonathan, but with all the internet stuff, I go by E, so for this, I'll go by JP. Oh, boy. Anything you want to say before we end, JP? Nate, thank you so much for bringing me into this. It's, thank you for it's being really, here. It's really nice to do this with you. It is. It is absolutely nice. It's nice to talk to you. It's nice to get to know you more. Um, I like to echo all of your feelings about the people that we've met online and the Buglings and the Slurp fam. They are the nicest people in the entire world. I'm so happy that I know all of them. We're going to have a lot of them on this show. Not some of them. Ooh. Um, and, <laughs> Wait, uh, what was the ooh? You just ooh to yourself. <laughs> I'm ooing myself because I'm teasing something. <laughs> we're going to turn them all against each other fighting about this. I like it. Um, this this is fantastic, dude. Like, I don't think it's it's unreasonable to say that, like, clearly we have a little bit of chemistry going here. I think this episode turned out really well. I'm excited to talk to you about the rest of the show. Okay, so that's our show. That's been Central Pod. And as always, we are going to end with uh, JP's legal task of the week before we record our next episode. So, JP, if you could please copyright the word friends, that would be great. Bye. Copyright that shit. Bye. Bye.